welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 39. We're so close. We're almost to 40. I'm excited for 40 for no other reason than it's a whole number. So it's just my sequential brain loves it. So uh, my guest today, I'm stoked. I always love having her on the show. Uh, she's a, a uh, she's in the Elijah Streams family, um, and we're going to be talking all about living in the spirit today. It's going to be great, you guys. Uh, it's the founder of Marriage of the Lamb Ministries, Kelsey O'Malley. Hey, hey Jeff. Hi. <laughs> How are always you? Good, good. Always, always good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about living in the spirit today. So we're just going to jump right in. And you had a dream where you saw angels in heaven doing something very specific. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So this is a really cool dream. I haven't shared this dream before, but I felt like when we were going to come on here, the Lord said, it's time. This is time. And this dream happened a while ago. But all of you who are dreamers and serve God know that the Lord will tell you something and show you something sometimes years ahead before it will start. Um, you know, he lets you know, because he's preparing you. And so a lot of us, we hear things from the Lord and we think, oh, it's going to happen today. Mm. Oh, it's right now. This is the season we're in. But yeah. I just want to encourage you that as I've walked with the Lord, I've learned that it's always not exactly today, right? right. now. But God will release you when to share your dream. God will release you when to share your vision. So it's in, it's important to receive revelation but then also wait for the spirit of God to release you um, when to share it with others, either whether you're sharing it with your Bible study group or with your church or your pastor or your friends or your family, wait for the Lord to release you. Don't just have a dream that night, type it up and go, Oh, I can't wait to share this. Uh, you know, wait for God to, to give really you important. an unction to share. Yeah. So this was a while ago. This was over a year ago. I had this dream. And in the dream, I was laying in this white bed in this white room, um, right at the edge of the ocean. So it wasn't my house. It was just in a, a beautiful white room with windows open. And in the dream, I wake up in the bed and my body gets lifted out of bed. So I begin to get lifted out of bed and these windows open in the room and I can hear the ocean and I can hear these seagulls. Like, and I, I know I'm somewhere near the beach, but there was no beach. It was just like the house was almost on the water. And it was like, I got lifted up out of the bed and I got taken out these big windows. And I see this huge city, like it, it was all white, kind of old look uh, like, um, you know, the buildings that were like ancient type um, buildings in maybe like Greece where they're yeah. all white. And they were yeah. kind of rounded at the top. Uh-huh. It, it looked like that, like a city of that. But and they had a lot of buildings had gold on the top of the buildings. Oh, like wow. The, the whole roof was just gold. Okay. And the sun was really bright. I didn't see the sun, but it was very, very bright. Yeah. And so as I'm, I'm flying over the water and then I see these huge, I mean, when I say huge, like bronze laden statues. I mean, there was like of lions, like this big lion statue. I mean, it was massive, like four, four or five stories tall. 
And I remember being taken by, oh my gosh, look at the size of this. This is incredible. And there was all these waterfalls kind of flowing from buildings. Oh, like man, off the, there was these buildings wow. and then there would be water. I didn't know where the source was, but there would be water just flowing like waterfall, like they had built in places for waterfalls to come off of the buildings. It was really beautiful. And so I get flown into this city and I'm trying to take it all in. Yeah. And even in the dream and people who dream will know this, you know, you're in a dream in a dream. I knew I was in a dream in a dream because I said to myself, Kelsey, you have to remember all this <laughs> in my dream. I said that to myself because I know sometimes I wake up out of dreams I can't remember. Yeah. So I get flown to this company of people and they're younger looking men and um, they're wearing T-shirts. And what I recognize about these, it was about five group of young looking boys, probably in their late 20s, early 30s. Mm. And they were wearing Christian t-shirts. And I said, like, they had Bible verses on the shirts. And I remember saying to them, oh my gosh, I love your shirts. And then I, and I said, hey, where am I anyways? Because I didn't know where I was. So I went, I asked them, I said, hey, where am I anyways? And they said a word in Hebrew that I couldn't understand. Wow. And I was like, that doesn't help me, right? Because yeah, like, okay, remember, I cool. just told myself, yeah. <laughs> you have to remember this. And now they're talking in Hebrew. Yeah. I'm not going to remember that. Right. So I'm like, okay. And so then I asked, um, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what that means. You know, I, I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And so one of them lifts up the side of his shirt and tattooed on the side of him. It's, it's spelled like strength to you, T-U. Like almost it's, it was like the word strength. And then it was a space and it said TU. And I'm like, okay, Kelsey, you can remember that because yeah. you saw it written out. Yeah. And so I remember seeing that and I thought in the dream, hmm, okay, what does that mean? You know, um, strength to you. And um, if I looked up the, I didn't look up the exact date of this dream, but I believe it was right around the time when stuff really started coming on the earth pretty bad. Um, and so I turned around and so this is like there was- maybe. Yeah, it was yeah. in 2020. Yeah. And there was all this company of people that started to walk up and they were carrying. I, so I turned around from after they said that. And there was a company of all these people and they were carrying. When I mean all these people, I mean like t about 10 people of, of men and women. And they were carrying this treasure chest. And it was a gold treasure chest and it was completely gem laden like wow. beautiful gems all over the treasure chest. And so they were carrying this treasure chest. And then I looked to the side and I saw this beautiful gold throne. It was all gold, a huge, big throne. And the cushions on the seat were red. And so it was this beautiful throne. So they, they were taking the treasure chest and they went and they placed it on, on the seat of the throne. And so as they placed it on the seat of the throne, one man said, Finally, it's time for the Isaiah company to arise. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and I just thought that was so amazing. And so yeah. after that happened and they, I looked again at the uh, treasure chest and all that, and that was the end of my dream. And then as soon as I woke up, the Lord graciously allowed me to remember um, the stuff that I had seen. I saw a couple other things in between, but I'm not going to bring that up because I don't feel led to share that yet. Yeah. So, um, but I, I remembered the dream. So I wrote it all down. And the first thing I started to do was study, of course, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the Lord's leading me to study Isaiah. So I took a season and I studied um, the book of Isaiah. 
And what I believe the Lord is saying through this is Isaiah was a seer prophet. So he was a prophet of God, but he was a seer prophet. And the thing about Isaiah that we see that most of you already know Isaiah 6, it's a very popular scripture. It's where Isaiah sees the Lord high and lifted up and the train of the robe of his robe fills the temple. The mm-hmm. door posts are shaken. The cloud of glory comes. He sees seraphim uh, uh, crying out loud, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. And so the um, he's undone because he's in the presence of the Lord. So Isaiah gets taken into the presence of the almighty God, into the presence of Jesus Christ. He sees the seraphim flying around the throne and he's undone. He now, because the holiness of God has come near to him, he has seen his quote unquote nakedness. Let's just say that, Mm -hmm. or his darkness is exposed because anytime you come in the presence of a holy God, all of you who've been in the presence of Jesus, you understand sometimes you just weep and you don't really know why it's because the holiness of Jesus Christ has just come near you and Mm. you've recognized woe is me. Yeah. I, 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 Lord, I need to, I need to seek you more. I could give more to you. And that's a common thing that always happens whenever you come into the true presence of Jesus, there's always more of you to give to him. And this is what Isaiah was feeling. Mm. And so, um, a seraphim goes and takes a coal off the altar and brings it and touches his lips. And it and the angel says, your guilt has been taken away. And the amazing thing is right after that, so the Lord cleanses and purifies him and removes his guilt. And then what does the Lord say? The Lord says, who will go? Who will go for us? And right away, his answer is, send me, here I am. Now, I personally think that because his guilt was removed, that was his response. All of a sudden, he went from a man who was so ashamed, was trembling. I, I'm so unclean. I, I can't. No, I can't. And then he went to send me. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Because this coal touched his lips. Yeah. And that's what I believe the Lord is speaking, among many other things through Isaiah. That's one of the prominent things God's wanting to raise a company of people who have been touched by the holiness, Mm. by the purity, by the presence of Jesus. And when they're touched by that fire, by that presence, they say, here I am, send me. Mm. And this is the thing that the company that God's raising up is you're not sin conscious people. You're not constantly looking back and going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Even Jesus said, you know, those who put their hands to the plow and then look back, you know, basically they're useless to me. I yeah. can't, I can't use them. Yeah. And so I believe the Lord's saying to, to us and in, in this company that's rising right now that he's building, and this is the grace of the Lord doing this. It's not like you can say, okay, I'm going to do this in my own strength. You know, this is the grace of God marking this generation. Yeah. It is it is the grace of God. It is the what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So yeah. there's a holiness um, that is coming upon many people. And I bet if even right now, if you guys want to comment and leave um, a comment in the live chat, even, hey, that's me. I've been refined these last, this last year, these last two years, like mm-hmm. never before. Yeah. I have not, I've not been through the refining fire. I have not given up more stuff in these past two years because the grace of God's on this. He's on the holiness. He's on the coal touching your lips. He's marking a generation where Mm. 
we see the presence, we see the holiness, and then our response is, Lord, send me. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. So this, um, in regards to this dream, you feel like that the Isaiah company, that's that's basically where, what we're seeing kind of, I guess, manifest on the earth right now. And yeah. that, that's not just because you in the dream you saw it was young people, right? But are you are you getting impressed? those were angels? Yeah. So yeah. So it, this is for everybody, right? This isn't. Oh just, yes. This isn't just. And, and it's a group. it's a grace. So there will be others raised up in this time and season for other things. God has a grace on your life for other things. There may be a company right now being raised up of, um, you know maybe a John the Baptist type anointing on your life where you feel called to really do this, but there is a company, which means it's not everyone. There's a company that the Lord is gracing right now with this Isaiah company. It is a purity. It's a holiness. It is those who are willing to let go of everything, be marked by the fire of God and say, here I am, send me. Hmm. And so it is for everyone if you want it. But then there's others who you will be in a company of something else because God's doing a new thing on the earth. Mm. God's doing new things and he needs the body. He needs us all to walk in our specific calling, our specific grace and our specific mantle. Mm. So many people will cry out for mantles that um, like we hear this very common where I want Catherine Coleman's mantle type situation or Benny Hinn or yeah. uh, Kenneth Hagen or, you know, Lord, just if I could just have that mantle. And I want to encourage you guys that there is a specific mantle calling and anointing for each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. And the Lord will reveal to you as you walk with him day by day what that mantle is. So, yes, many of you are called to this Isaiah company. And then many of you may be called to something else. And many of you may be more intercessors and you have that anointing on you where it's a call to just pray all the time, pray for the nations and intercede. And then there's other of you who are marked with something else, something different. But there is a company of people God's raising up right now. And you'll know if it's you because your life will look like Isaiah's did. You will be marked by the presence of God. You will have an encounter with the Lord where his holiness becomes real to you. And you Mm. say, woe is me. Mm. And you actually will have this. It may not be a seraphim flying and touching your lips, but I'm telling you, you will be marked by an encounter by God. Mm. I guarantee that, that you will be marked by an encounter. And even if that's at church where you just start uncontrollably crying and weeping and understanding that, wow, I'm not living for God. And he marks you there on the floor at your church or even in your home, in your closet. He marks you there as you cry out to him. And when you get up, you say, Lord, here I am, send me. I don't care about anything else, God. I'm here, send me, use me, God. You'll know when you've been marked by this because your life will start to change. You'll you'll let go of those things that were maybe holding you down, those unknown sins, so to say, the things you've been struggling with, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's going to be easier for you to just let those go yeah. because you've encountered Jesus. Mm-hmm. You've encountered, you know, the creator of the universe. Yeah. You, you've been marked by God. And, and mm-hmm. I believe there is, there is a Isaiah generation being marked by God and, and, and yeah. we'll see them rise. And the fruit of it is that there's uncompromising people 
who've been touched by God, who are willing to go to the places maybe other people aren't willing to go. Mm. Because, you know, later we're going to talk about, you know, healing and we're going to talk about, you know, how God wants to move at this time too. I'm going to share something else. We're just going to flow here, Jeff. I, you I know, am, I'm, I'm so down. I'm just going to go. I'm so, so just, down. So we'll just, we'll just go. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into this too. Is so right now, um, the Lord, I released a prophetic word of what God's doing in 2022. Um, the day of atonement, I really seek God, say, Lord, what are you saying? What do you want to do? What do you want me to do? What what is what is your heart for me, Lord? And so I begin to seek him on that. And I shared that this year um he's coming like the line of Judah, and there is healing coming to the body and through the body like we haven't seen before. Um, you are a believer, you love God, uh, you will lay hands on the sick and you will see them recover mm -hmm. because there's a grace for it in this time. So mm -hmm. I had a dream, um, many dreams. I started having lions show up in my dream. Wow. And so as I was seeking God on Lord, what are you saying for this year? He brought all those dreams back to my remembrance. This is how I got the word for 2022. I started seeing all these dreams I had had in 2020 about the lion of Judah. And the Lord said, uh, highlighted a specific one where in the dream I was um, with a lot of different prophets. Um, uh, John Paul Jackson was there. Paul Keith Davis was there. Bobby Connor was there. Bob Jones was there. And so we were all sitting on these couches um, in this big high prophets loft area. And so as we were there, Bobby Connor stands up and grabs this painting of the line of Judah that was on the wall. And he takes it off the wall and he walks to the front door and he lays it on the front of the door and he hangs it on the front of the door. And he says, now that this is at the door, many will be healed. And so the Lord really quickened that dream to, wow. to my spirit that yeah. this year we're going to see an outpouring of healings. And it's not just going to be um, healing ministers or, or the pastors or evangelists, but that you yourself. You yourself, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you believe in healing, you, mm. you know that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God is dwelling within you. Well, if he's dwelling within you, he's the one who works the miracles. Yeah. The Bible says he has gifts to give. He gives us the gifts and we get them as he wills. So if the Holy Spirit is living and dwelling inside of you, this miracle working power, the gifts of healings will flow through your hands. Mm. It just takes you going, I believe it, I receive it, and mm. then stepping out and activating it. If you never lay hands on the sick, you're never going to see anyone healed. Right. And you know what? We talked about this before, Jeff, that the fear of man is a real thing. Yeah. And it comes on you. Yeah. And, and you want, and the thing is, we want to do all God has called us to do. We, we're like, Lord, I, I want to lay hands on the sick and something inside of us. Let's see. Let's say you see someone walking with crutches. You know that you're supposed to go pray for them, but you don't mm. because the fear of man, the, the spirit of the enemy is causing doubt in your mind. Well, what if they don't get healed? What if, you know, what if they don't believe? Well, none of that matters because I just want to give you a key and learning how to pray for the sick. Number one, the key is it's not about you. And that's the absolute truth. It has nothing to do with you. It's not about you, what you look like, what you sound like, if they come to Jesus or if they're healed. It's not about you. It's about Jesus being shown his love coming up through you, touching the person. So whether or not they get healed or not, that's not your responsibility. Your job yeah. is just to say, here I am, Lord, send me. Yep. 
Yep. And the product of that is the Lord moving through you. It's the Holy Spirit manifesting through you. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, if you want to step out, this is the year to do it because there is healings happening all the time. Mm. People, I mean, there's I've seen an increase even in my own ministry um, starting even within the last month. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. I've seen a huge increase in people being healed um, when I pray for them over Zoom. I've seen many Come people on. be healed more no than I've ever seen before. So cool. So it's God. It's yeah. the Lord. He He's doing it. And so... Yeah. You know, we, we talk about the struggles of, you know, well, what, what do I do? And, you know, okay. So if you're going to go pray and lay hands on the sick and you feel like God's telling you, Hey, go pray for that person right away. Your natural mind is going to fight you. Mm. That's going to, that's going to happen. Your natural mm -hmm. mind's going to fight you. So this is how you override it. You override it by quick obedience. Mm. The quicker you do it, the easier it's going to be because your mind doesn't have time to talk you out of it or play out different scenarios or very, exactly. you know, how this is going to go. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, you won't have time to do that. So mm -hmm. it's quick, quick obedience to that voice. And I'm telling you, you will see people healed. Don't give up. That's the other thing yeah. I want to encourage you. Don't ever give up. So if you start praying for the sick and you're not seeing them healed, don't stop. Don't let that stop you. Keep going, keep going, keep that's going. Good. Never stop because that's that's what the enemy wants to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he wants to do that. He wants to get you to stop, but don't stop. Keep going after it. Mm -hmm. And how do you pray for the sick? You know, that's a common thing. People, I want to pray for the sick, but I don't know how to pray. Mm -hmm. So I'll just give you two or three keys of, of how you should pray for the sick. Number one, every time Jesus prayed for the sick, he told them what to do. So he would go up to someone and he would say, pick up your mat, stand up and walk. He would, he, he walked up to the boy who died in the um, casket. Remember his mom, um, you know, she had lost her son and Jesus was moved with compassion because he knew that that was the only child she had. Mm -hmm. And so what does he do? He walks up to the casket and he says, arise and live. He's, he's constantly telling them what to do when he prays for the sick he's saying stand up on your feet and walk mm. and so that's a vital key when you go to pray for people is you want to command their bodies command their bodies and tell their bodies what to do because mm. it's the spirit of god in you it's the authority to speak to whatever is going on with them if they're sick and it's a virus command the virus to die if they have pain in their body, command the pain to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Always mm. pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. You know, like Paul did, uh, to, or Peter did to the man who was lame in the temple courts. He walked up to him. He said, in the name of the Lord Jesus, stand up and walk. And he grabbed and reached down his hand in faith and picked him up. And yeah. so we can learn from studying how Jesus ministered, how we should also minister. Yeah. Another key in praying for the sick is actually believing that God can heal them. Actually believing that Jesus is who he says he is. You have to believe it. If you are doubting, I want you to study the scriptures where Jesus healed the sick and just study them and study them and study them because uh, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And so if you want to stir up your faith to believe 
um, that you can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Start studying the scriptures and let it be planted into your heart, yeah. not just your mind. Go ahead, yeah. Jeff. What do you want to say? Well, what I was going to say is um, going back to that first uh, key of Jesus commanded, like, get up, you know, take you know, get up, take your mat and walk is I was thinking about it. And I'm like that. Even say, say, even if you come to somebody who does not believe in God at all, they're an atheist. Um, you, you tell them, Hey, move your arm, start moving your arm. The action of them doing that is them is, is a measure of faith too. Yes. So they, it, it's actually encouraging others to, yeah. and you know what? The thing is, is if nothing happens, even nothing, they're like, Oh my, you know, like my shoulders alert. And you know, you pray, um, and that's actually maybe something we can highlight too in just a second. I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. Um, but uh, don't be so narrow-minded that you go, oh, God didn't heal. I didn't do this. I didn't. I'm like, you don't know what God is doing inside of this person. And that's something right. that I always tell myself too, is it's like, like anybody you talk to who goes and sees healings when they go pray for people, it took a while. It took a while yes. for it to them praying for people. I think Krista Elisha has even said on the show, she was, she's saying, I've gone up to people and even had a word of knowledge about what was wrong with them and nothing that I could see with my own eyes happened. Yes. Um, and, but you have the promise of that. Like you can talk to anybody yeah. who sees healings that goes and prays for people. And that's, what's really, I'm in the phase where I'm praying for people and nothing's happening guys. Okay. So I'm in it but I do it. And Me too. not everyone gets healed when I pray for them right? either. Yeah. So my question is, cause I know there's other people that are going, I really don't. The thing that I'm afraid of is that if I go and pray for somebody and nothing happens and then I pray for them again and I pray for them again, you know, we, we work through it and nothing happens. What do I do at that point? So <laughs> okay. it's like, well, see ya. Bye. You know, it, so what, what, what would you advise in, in a situation like that where you don't see anything happen in the physical? What would you mm -hmm. say? So first, I usually ask them, do you believe Jesus can heal you? Mm -hmm. That's a question um, I like to ask them. So I'll come up to them and say, okay. first, I'll say, hey, what's going on? So I'll ask them if I don't if I don't walk up to them with a word of knowledge, let's say it's something I can't see. So I receive my words and knowledge via feeling them. So if I'm standing in the grocery store um, in the, you know, this happened not that long ago, I'll just share some actual things that really did happen. Stand in the grocery store waiting for them to cut my deli lunch meat and my back starts absolutely killing me. And I'm like, okay, there's someone around me that's suffering with back pain. Interesting. And so I, there was one lady next to me um, and then the person doing the deli meat cuts of stuff. And so I turned to her and I said, do you believe in Jesus Christ like that? And she goes, yeah. And I said, are you having back pain? Because I'm standing next to you and man, I, I feel the Lord and I share the absolute truth. And if they think I'm a weirdo, I, I mean, but the truth is, is that supernatural people who walk in a realm of supernatural, that is what people desire. Okay. Mm -hmm. They don't desire a lukewarm, dead, religious right church right. people want the real so when you show them the real they, they are like oh my gosh it marks them let me just tell you when you begin to pray over someone out of your belly out of your spirit with authority and power 
Most people have never experienced that in their entire lives. It is marking them. Let me just, even if they don't get healed, the way you pray and authority and power is doing something in their spirit. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like a sword. Trust mm -hmm. me. It's, it's marking them. So I will say just the truth. I'll say, you know, um, I have the gift that the Lord's given me where I can actually feel pain uh, when people around me have it. Are you suffering with back pain? Yeah, I do. My back bothers me. I say, will you let me pray for you? I believe Jesus is going to heal it right now. And that's how I talk to people. I, I say to them, I, I don't go, well, maybe if you believe, uh, yeah. you know, it, I, I don't, I walk with confidence in the mm. Lord because I believe in him. I trust in him. That's a key. You have to believe God's going to back you up. Are you an ambassador? Then God's going to back you up. God's with you. Even if you don't see the healing manifest right there, God is with you and he's doing something through you stepping out in faith. You have to believe that that has yeah. to be real to you. And so when I pray over someone, I don't just pray. I pray with authority and I pray from the innermost part of my belly. So I mm. pray from my, my spirit. I don't pray from my mind. When I lay hands on someone, I release the healing anointing, believing that they're going to be touched. And I pray with power and authority and I command the pain mm. in the name of Jesus Christ to loose and let go now in the mighty name of Jesus. And then I say, test it out for me. Move your back around. I, I step out in faith and I, and you know what, if they say to me, you know, oh, well, it feels a little better. I go, well, praise God. He's starting to work on you. And I believe, and then if they say, well, it feels a little better. And then if I feel led to the Lord, I'll pray again. If not, then I'll say, you know what? God started something in you. And mm -hmm. I believe he's going to continue to heal you day by yeah. day as you raise up. And I just want to bless you. Mm -hmm. I just bless you in the mighty name of Jesus and have a wonderful yeah. day. Yeah. And that's that's how I end it. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because um, there was a story I shared a, a couple of weeks ago on here. There was um, there's a restaurant that I go to every week, every Friday. Lauren and I go there and support them. It's this Japanese uh, restaurant. Date night. It's like, yeah, well, wait, it's like takeout. So I come back and we have a date night in our uh, home on Friday nights, but yeah, it's, um, uh, but, um, we go there every Friday and the, uh, the husband is the soul. Like he's the, he's the cook. He makes everything and he messed up his shoulder and he couldn't lift it like any higher than this. And they had to close down early and they're wow. believers actually. And so I was like, I said, I, he was telling me about, it. I go, Hey man, I was like, can I pray for you? I was like, I believe God, God is going to, he's going to totally heal your shoulder. And yeah. so I prayed for him and nothing happened. But then the next week I saw him, he's like, my shoulder's all better. And I was like, come, come on, on, man. You know, so like, keep that in mind when you pray for somebody, say it's a stranger, you're never going to see again. You're passing through an area, you pray for them. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. So don't look at it and be like, God, I'm never going to, I'm never going to pray for anybody ever again, because that was embarrassing. Yeah. Like know that like you come in his name and yes. there's power in his name and so you yes. praying for somebody man come on now like you just don't know you yeah. just don't know it could be a week later it could be 20 minutes That's later right. when you leave it could be and That's also right. god could be even especially if it's another believer seeing you step out like kelsey was talking about seeing you step out like that's i know for me the times when i saw other believers stepping out mm -hmm. uh, it's inspiring. It's like, I want to do that too. I, yeah. if they're doing that, I could do it. Let's do this. Yes. If we have all, if we have the whole body doing this, just praying for everybody, like, yeah, so sweet. 
I know. And that's the, that's another really good point. Getting in a company of people that do this type of things. So getting around people that are bold in their faith and that will step out. What happens is, you know, impartation is really caught when you come in a company of people, you know, when you come in a company of prophets, uh, that's why I love being in a company, a group of believers. I don't like being a soul ranger type of person. I enjoy, I very much enjoy walking with other people uh, because what happens is it stirs up the gift in everyone around you. And whenever you're among prophets, you will just all of a sudden begin to receive downloads because you're in the company of prophets. If you're walking with others who lay hands on the sick, you yourself will find yourself laying hands on the sick and seeing them healed. And so Jesus sent them out two by two, two by two. I believe he did that for a reason because when we have someone with us, it helps embolden and strengthen our faith. Um, yeah. And so even with your husband, your wife, your best friend, your mom, your dad, wherever you go, just let that person know, hey, I'm going to pray for people today. Um, I'm just going to step out, mm -hmm. you know, and, and pray for people. And is that cool with you? You know, and they'll, they'll be like, yeah, sure. And what it does is exactly what you said. It builds people's faith. And trust me, all the people around you that are seeing you bend down and lay hands and command pain to go in the store, they're like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it's marking. And you're sowing seeds into that person's life. And Jesus Christ, the Bible says, we sow seeds and God waters them. Mm -hmm. So you're just being obedient to sow a seed. Once again, it's not about you. It's about showing Jesus. We are the salt and the light in the earth. The Bible says, if you, what if you lose your saltiness? You're going to be trampled on. You're going to be trampled upon. So you don't take a light and hide it under the bed. You shine bright for all to see. Don't Sorry. lose your flavor. Don't lose your saltiness. That's another, that's the first thing I asked the Lord about the pandemic. I'm going into all types of dreams and this and that. This wasn't mm -hmm. a dream, but I was taking a walk with God. Um, if you guys are not really into praying and you're like, oh, I can't pray a long time. Take a walk with God. That's because good. when your body is moving, your mind can go with the spirit. I've learned that's just personally something I love to do. If I sit still, my body will start to scream like, let's do this. Let's do that. Aren't you hungry? Aren't you tired? Like, don't yeah. you need to take a shower? So if I go for a walk, um, my body's busy. My mind can go with the Lord. So at the very beginning, when everything started happening in 2020, I asked the spirit of God when I was on a walk with him, I said, Lord, what is happening? What is going on? And I would just, I just talked to God like this. And he, he said to me, Kelsey, my my people are losing their flavor. Mm. That's what he said to me. And so a lot of this shaking, let me just tell you this shaking, you're okay. It's like a salt shaker, right? God's holding the salt shaker right now in your life. And he's shaking it yeah. because he's hoping that that will restore the stale salt at the bottom of the shaker yeah. in the IHOP diner. He's going <laughs> because he yeah. wants that dead salt to come back to life. So that's what he's been doing in the body. And we've seen that now, obviously yeah. we've seen over the past two years, mm -hmm. God is shaking the church for a reason. Yeah. You are the salt in the shaker. God is the one that holds the salt shaker. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's shaking it violently. Why? Sure. Because he doesn't want you to lose your flavor. Yeah. He, he's sick and tired of lukewarm Christians walking around going, oh no, I can't because I'm not a pastor because I'm not fivefold. 
No, the church is not ever going to be the same. Let me just awaken you right now. Preach the church it. will never be the same because God is not doing the old thing. Right. The stale salt is being shaken. And so yeah. God wants you to be salty. He wants you to have flavor, boldness of the Holy Ghost. He wants you to shine your light bright for all to see. And so if you need to get in a company of people where that encourages you to do that, then you need to do that. If, if whatever you need to do, I'm telling you, you need to do it because the result is you're going to see the power of God flow through your hands, through your own hands. When you allow God to use you, he's going to back you up. He's going to back you up. And like Jeff said, it may take some time of you pressing into this. It may take some time, a season or a seasons of you dropping the dead weight and becoming salty again. Mm. Let that, let today be the day that Come you on. decide to do that. Let today, let this yeah. message stir your spirit right mm -hmm. now. Get stirred up again in the Lord. Don't let that dead stuff fall away. That stuff's old and gone. God's not doing that anymore. It's okay to be stirred up. It's okay to be on fire. It's okay to step out. It's okay to be different. We're called to be different. I mean, do you think the disciples were going, well, I don't want to, you know, be too loud and, you know, draw attention. They drew so much attention that the people of the city were crowning them with flower crowns as gods. And they tore their garments going, what are you doing? This is Jesus. That's how much attention the spirit of God calls on your life when you start to move and actually believe that the spirit of God lives within you. Yeah. Jesus is within you. The father's within you. The Bible says that God will come and make his dwelling place within you. So if they're all there, you, you don't need to be intimidated. What you need to do is you need to pray in the Holy Ghost and start stirring up your spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't don't lose your flavor. Stir it up. Pray in the Holy Ghost in, in tongues. Stir yourself up. Mm -hmm. Be quickly obedient. If God's uh, if you get a word of knowledge like like uh, some of us do where we're feelers, many of you might hear back pain. Many of you might see a spine in the spirit. It depends how you operate in the realm of the spirit. If you're mm -hmm. a seer, you may see something in the spirit, a, a spine, or you may see a shoulder, or you may see something, neck pain or whatever. You may see a kidney. If you're a feeler, you're going to, oh, that hurts. Oh, wow. You know, if you're a knower, you just know, hey, I just know something's going on with that person. And you know what? You don't have to be specific. Just walk up to the person. Hey, are you having pain in your body? You don't have to walk up to them and be, you know, a, 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 a perfect type of, you know, unless I get it perfect. No, you can just walk up. Hey, are you having pain in your body? That's okay to say that. Mm -hmm. And then the person will say, yeah, my knee's killing me or, or whatever. Can I pray for you? So we don't have to be perfect, guys. Just be yourself. And God wants to use your personality as well. So God made you unique and he made you special. Mm -hmm. So whatever your personality is, let that shine when you walk with God. Yeah. Because God has created you to uh, be the way you are, to have the kind of quirkiness to your own personality. It's okay mm -hmm. to let that shine because mm -hmm. you're you're created, uniquely yeah. created that way. So um, I hope this message is stirring you up and getting yeah. you excited. And I remember one time, even for me, now I love Jesus. I, I was actually ministering at a conference and there was a, a, a girl that I went to minister there with. And you know what? I, I didn't really know her. Um, it wasn't like we were friends, but we were actually taking the plane, the same plane back to, um, um, I think it was Houston. And so we were on the same plane and, you know, we had just ministered at the same conference together. And what happens is we all get on the plane, this small little rinky dink plane. And the pilot comes on and goes, okay, I just want to make an announcement. Um, 
our engine is blue and you guys are going to have to deboard the plane. It's deboard the plane. So we're all like, seriously? Okay. So we all get off the plane. And so it's a small airport. There's literally only one section to this airport. It's like a small town, right? Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. Oh, wow. So there's only one terminal. Yeah. One small. So we go to the bathroom. So I'm in the bathroom and right away, the Lord of God starts speaking to me to this woman who's behind me in line. And obviously, she's going to be on the same plane as us because this is only the people on the plane. So I'm like, okay, Lord. So I'm in the bathroom. So I don't minister to her in the bathroom. You also have to use wisdom because she probably has to pee. So I don't want to start <laughs> ministering to her in the bathroom while she's holding it. So yeah. um, use wisdom, guys, you know, when, when you minister. So yeah. then I come out of the bathroom, I wait for her and she sits down and I just start, I start to, to say to the girl with me, I'm like, Hey, you know, this, this lady has really bad neck pain. I'm going to pray for her. And she's like, no way. I got a word for this lady too. And so we go over to the lady. And so we start praying for her and we're doing it to where we're not quiet about it because we want people, you want people to know that you are representing the Lord. And so yeah. we're praying for her. So the lady's neck gets instantly healed. Um, the, the girl I was with had a word about pain in her legs and swelling in her legs. All the pain in her leg completely goes. God, the spirit of God is all over wow. this woman in the airport as the plane is being fixed, right? So then I would have never done this. This is not my personality. I don't have this level of boldness yet. But the girl that was with me, which she needs to come on Elijah Fire. I need to get you connected with her. Yeah, but please. She yeah. she stands up in this little terminal and she and I've never seen anyone do this, right? Because I'll pray for people individually, like no problem. But she stands up in the airport and she goes, excuse me, if anyone needs prayer for absolutely anything, we would love to pray for you. Would you just let us know if you guys need prayer for anything? If you're believing God for anything, let us pray with you. She's she's announcing this to the terminal. Like, wow. and I've never walked in that level of boldness ever. I've never mm. stood up in a place and started doing that. And that, that emboldened me that I saw someone do that. Cause we talked about walking with people and seeing their radical faith emboldens you mm -hmm. that, that marked me when she did that. It, it marked me because I have not seen that level of boldness before. Mm. And so these people started raising their hand. So cool. And, and so we knew, and then shortly after that, as we were actually, as we were praying and releasing what uh, prophetic words and all this, well, the, they say, oh, the plane's fixed, which we thought was really funny because it was like the plane got fixed really fast. You know, we were kind of laughing like, wow, that was fast. You and sure so, it's fixed? Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're like, okay, that was fast. So the devil's like, hurry, quick time. You know, yeah. they're, they're releasing too much. So we got we got on the plane and it was amazing to see the countenance and just the change of the people who we got to pray for you know, as they came on the plane and walked yeah. past this, like, Hey, God bless you. And so my, my main point of this is that God will put you in situations that you think are, Oh man, this kind of stinks. We're having to deboard the plane. And, but God had a plan for that. He had a reason that everyone got off that plane. He had words for people that he needed to give to them that he knew otherwise wouldn't get to them because on a plane, you just sit there and you don't, you know, converse with anyone. So be bold, get around a company of people who is bold in the Lord. Ask mm. God, ask the spirit of God to 
ignite a fire within you um, mm, so good. that you don't ever um, get lukewarm. We, mm. we can't be lukewarm Christians and we yeah. can't push it off on the fivefold to do all this stuff. The whole world needs to be teached. And the Bible says before Jesus comes back, um, the gospel will be preached. But here's the key word in demonstration to the whole world. The gospel will preach and the Bible says in demonstration. So everyone's <sighs> like, oh, well, the gospel has been preached, not in demonstration. Right. right. So that's what the Lord's wanting to do. And so. Yeah. You know, just just get encouraged and just stir yourself up in this because this is for you as much as it is for me, as much as it is for Jeff right. and every other person that is said yes to Jesus. It gets filled with the spirit of God. This yeah. is for you. So I have a question uh, and this is from my own personal experience, but I know there's a lot of other people that are in the same boat because what I'm finding is there are times when I'm out and I see people and I immediately feel, you know, when God highlights somebody to you, you just yes. know, you know. But yes. there are sometimes when I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this God. I, cause I, he's not giving me a word of knowledge. He's not giving me, yeah. but all of a sudden I just, so what, what, what advice would you have for myself and for other people that are in that place where you're, sometimes I end up just like praying for them on my own. Yes. Um, and they're okay. I will say this. There's been times where I've had, I've been interacting with somebody and I just feel a pull to intercede over them. When I get home, if I know I'm going to see them again, if they're like somebody at yeah. a supermarket or they work there or whatever. And then I pray for them alone and then God gives me something. Um, and then maybe it's just a word or it's a mm -hmm. word of knowledge or something. But then there are other times where I feel that same, like, but I don't know what I'm, I don't, I don't, I, I kind of get stuck where I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. So what would you, what, what advice would you have? This is so good because now we're moving into how prophecy comes, mm -hmm. which this is so important because mm -hmm. many people think that walking with God is like, we know everything and it is the absolute opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it is the absolute opposite. Yeah. We don't always know everything. And yeah. so the gifts always come by your faith. So the Bible says you prophesy to your level of faith. And so this is, this is what I love about God is so when, when Jeff said the Lord highlights someone to me, many of you are going, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when God highlights someone to you, it doesn't mean that you see a shaft of light and the angels go, Oh, and you're like yeah. them. No, yeah. <laughs> it is that you, it's this simple. It is that you look at them more than once. And you feel a pull, like he mm. said, there's something that an unction, a pull towards that person. That is someone being highlighted. That's what yeah. that means. Yeah. And so, um, so when you feel that it's like, let's say you're walking through the grocery store and you pass by the same person five times and you're like, mm, this is interesting. I keep passing by you over and over. You keep being in the aisle right next to me. Yeah. Sometimes you can be Those, on the opposite end of the store. Yes. Yeah. Those type of situations. So then what happens is, okay, so they're highlighted to you. You feel a pull to talk mm -hmm. to them. You're recognizing them more than normal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you walk through a store, you do your stuff. You don't necessarily pay attention to people. You just see people. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're selfish people. We don't usually see other people. Yeah. So, but, but when you see people, so, okay, I'm seeing that person. So I have nothing on them though. I have the Lord, the spirit of God is not given me a word has not given me anything to do with that person. 
And there's a reason for that. It's called you have to operate in the gift in faith. Mm. So when that happens to you, I want you to walk up to that person and say, hey, can I pray for you about anything? I, okay. I, I feel so drawn to you. I don't know why. I think it's God. Something like that. I feel so okay. drawn to you. Do you have anything in prayer that you need? And what I find is when I say that, and then most of the time, I've only had like one person be like, no. And so when they say no, I say, okay, well, I'm just going to pray a generalized prayer over you. So I still pray for him anyways, you know, just a generalized prayer. Yeah. But usually people say, oh, well, you know, um, my son or my daughter, or they'll, they'll start to tell you. And what I find is once you start to pray, then the download comes okay. because you stepped out in faith yeah. and then the download comes. That's if you exciting. don't get a download, so let's say you start praying for their family and you're not getting anything from the spirit of God. You're not receiving anything then you were supposed to just do that because mm. this is one thing I've learned about the Holy spirit. And I've learned about God is they are not going to ignore you and they're not going to not give you something. If there's something for that person, mm. you're the vessel they've chosen to use. There's a reason why you felt drawn. Then you stepped out in faith. So then why would God be a mean God and go, Oh, I'm not giving her anything. Mm. He would never do that. There was just not anything prophetically to release to that person that you were supposed to pick up. It was just supposed to be a prayer, a generalized prayer over whatever they're asking for. Mm. Um, and so that's what what I've learned of walking with God is I, I like to call it, I like to say this all the time is God will push you off a cliff time and time again, but he'll always catch you. Yeah. So he'll push you off the cliff and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm falling. What do I do? And then and he's like, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Holy Spirit's like, Wee! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you, you somehow God uses you. And that's what I love about God is we are, I mean, think about almighty God. Yeah. He is, I think, just think about him for one second, the, mm -hmm. the huge majesty of God. Of all he's done, all he's going to do, he's everywhere at once. He's creator of everything that he would actually speak to us and go, I'm going to use Jeff today. Mm. Just that alone is like, how wonderful is God right. just to even do that? Yeah. Because he's right. God. He could do anything. Yeah. He could use anyone. He could use a dream. He could use a vision. He could use anything. He can use a TV show. He can mm -hmm. use anything. But he's choosing to use you. I mean, what an honor that God would use you. So don't talk yourself out of it and get your focus more on Jesus and, yeah. and stir yourself up. And then you will be able to step out. And you know what, if you don't, let's say you don't, you're like, Oh, I, I just couldn't, I was, I was too embarrassed. Well, don't hold yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Like don't look in the past and go, Oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Next opportunity. Do it. God's mm -hmm. not, God's not mad at you. He's, he's, he's excited that you mm -hmm. follow his son. He's excited right. that you, you even hear him. Even if you don't step out yet, you think God doesn't understand all that stuff. He, he totally does. Yeah. And there's mercy and grace for you. His mercy is new every morning. So yeah. don't beat yourself up about anything. I've, we've all done that. Yeah. Me and Jeff had talked about that before where yeah. we had words and we didn't do it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh yes. Or just been awkward. I'm not an awkward person. I'm, I'm very outgoing. Um, you know, anybody who meets me is going to find that I, the way I talk like this is the way I'll talk to anybody. Um, 
And, uh, but there've been times where I've given words to people and it was so awkward. I was so awkward. And I'm like, and then you start going through, you're like, why are you acting weird? Stop acting like a weirdo. And then, but you just push through and just don't be like, yeah. oh, never mind, True. never mind. Oh no, I'm not being myself. This is all wrong. This is all wrong. It didn't go as planned in my mind. Just right. go through, just power through because yes. the power of the word and what the Lord is doing in that person, they're not going to yes. see your awkwardness. If, if they're being touched by the Holy Spirit, they're going to be touched by the Holy Spirit. And Amen. I've witnessed that time and time again. And so it's like, um, so be encouraged. Like, don't. So my encouragement to everybody is the next time you go out somewhere, pay attention and, and, and make some kind of a connection and pray for someone. Um, yes. because we, we all need to be mobilizing as a church and praying for people. And like mm -hmm. I know deep down, everybody, everyone, every believer wants to see, wants to see healing. They want to see, oh, yeah. you know, someone touched by the Lord. Everybody mm -hmm. does. There's yeah. not a single person deep down. Who's like, I've never met a Christian. Who's like, no, I don't want to No, I'm just going right. to, you know, uh, there are people who found themselves in that place because maybe they got discouraged and they didn't. Mm -hmm push through that discouragement and and also the recognition that like you said earlier it's not you yeah it, it's not you like we just plant the seeds and uh and that's it and um and i think uh so be encouraged everybody if if you found yourself yeah. in that place of like man i've just been really like not praying for people because i just like frustrated or whatever like like get back up again and, and, and exercise that faith and go and, and start praying for people because like, we got people to save the Lord's got yeah. people to save, you know? So and um, share your testimony too. That's yeah. another thing when you like, you can email me, um, my email I'm sure is underneath there, or you yeah. can go to my Facebook page. Let me know and email me and tell me, Hey, Kelsey, today I stepped out. I just got an email the other day. I, I, um, was teaching on healing last week on my small women's group. And someone sent me the most precious testimony where they said, you know what, after you taught about stepping out and healing, there's a guy at my work who um, really hurt himself and was on crutches. And I think he had a torn ACL or something. And she's like, I kept knowing that I wanted to pray for him, but I was mm. so scared because I work with him. So mm. this is a person she sees every day. So yeah. imagine how intimidating that is. Yeah. It, strangers are easy. You're never going to see them again. People yeah. you work with every day. That's a huge step of faith. Yeah. Are they like, are they going to report this to HR? Or are they going to, yes. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And so she said, so I, I, the Lord was telling me all morning to pray for this, for this guy I work with. And I didn't do it. And I went to the gym and this is how God works. I went to the gym and she was going to lift some weights or there was a barbell left on that she had to put back. Like someone had left it. And on it was written a scripture about like um, something, I forget what scripture was. I think it was like Psalms 46 something, uh, maybe 46.3, if you guys want to look that up. But it was just an encouragement from the Lord. Like it was the exact verse she needed to go back to work after her lunch break and pray for that kid. And so she did just that. So she, she, she mustered up the strength within herself. She stirred herself up in the Holy Ghost. And she went and she went back to work and she said, Hey, I, I don't know, but can, can I just please pray for you? And she said, we went into the conference room and I prayed over him and, and I prayed like Utah, I commanded the pain to go. And I said, now move it. And how does it feel? And he said, well, it still feels really sore, but, um, you know, thank you for praying. And she said, you know, it didn't get his knee didn't, wasn't healed, but just the fact that she stepped out 
like that, that something broke in her life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you that a lot of people are going, I need my breakthrough. I need my breakthrough. Something broke in her life when she stepped out and did that. And I'm telling you, her walk Mm -hmm. with God will not be the same. She will see people healed because she's learned that I'm going to go and I'm going to step out in faith. And that's a coworker, guys. Yeah. Well, and I've actually done that where I've, you know, similar situation. um, And, you know, something doesn't happen. You know, you kind of chickened out, but you had another opportunity to do it and you did it. I, I, I don't know how else to describe it other than I feel heaven's applause. And Amen. I've actually seen the Lord give me a thumbs up. Like, oh, like come on. <laughs> that's my boy, you know, because then, then it, when you do that, it's then, then like heaven's like, okay, initiate phase three on that's this right. individual in, individual, uh, you know, initiate phase 20 on so-and-so. That's uh, like, right. It, it's it, that they want to partner with us. Yeah. Heaven yes. wants to partner with us. The Lord wants to partner with us. So it's uh, so encouraging. Yes. And something I was thinking about, um, cause I've been seeing this kind of manifest in a lot of people's lives. Um, even in, in my own family's life right now is you're talking about this mo- this new movement of, of healing and anointing that the Lord is releasing. And you're saying so many of you are feeling a stirring within you that this is the case. And a lot of people are going, yes, absolutely. But what I'm noticing is it seems like, it seems like, um, things are just elevating whether it's good or bad, things are elevating um, right. to these really like uh, easy to identify things. And what I'm noticing is there's people that have given themselves into fear, given themselves into despair, and that's what they're choosing to fill their minds with. And as mm-hmm. things are elevating, things are starting to manifest in people's lives that are just absolute nuts, like like in yeah. a negative way, on top of people who are seeing that the Lord do great things in their lives and, and God is, is, you know, releasing healing through, you know, you praying for people and, and all of that. So, um, in, on the one hand, I'm seeing, you know, God doing a great thing, but on the other hand, I'm seeing the enemy doing a lot of really bad stuff in people's lives. But I also look at it like it's easier to identify those things and and to go after those things. So it's like, as we have that anointing, be able to go out and and go, okay, well, we're going to go after so-and-so who's dealing with stuff. And uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says that the wheat and the tares mature together Mm. till they're fully mature. So the tares and the wheat, they are right in front of our eyes, maturing together. Isaiah 60 says, deep darkness covers the earth, deep darkness covers the people, but the glory of the Lord shall rise upon you. So darkness and light, they grow together. So Satan sows sons of darkness and God sows sons of light. But what I love about the light is the light always expels the darkness. No matter how big, no matter how deep, no matter how much on the earth, the light always is going to expel the darkness. But if we're not letting our light shine, how can it expel the darkness? Right. It can't. And that's what Christians, everyday Christians have to understand. If the light is not shining through you, how can the darkness be pushed back? You are the ones that Jesus has anointed to go and push the darkness through shining your light, whether that's a smile, an encouraging word, an uplifting word, prayers for uh, families, whether that's praying for the sick, whether that's casting out demons, whether that's giving financially to people who are having a hardship, you're going to give of every area of your life. And this is the light, the light of Christ 
that shines out of us. And what it does is as you do the good works that Jesus has called us to do, it, it expels the darkness. Mm. Love casts out perfect fear. And so if we're not loving, if we're not showing the love of Christ, how the fear is going to stay on the earth right. because it takes love to cast it out. And yeah. so when we walk in the anointing of, of the Holy Spirit and we understand that we are called according to his purpose, we are filled with the spirit of the living God. Start to walk in that. That is what's going to push back the darkness. But mm -hmm. there's not going to be a time where it's like, oh, every single person is converted mm -hmm. and every single person on earth is following Christ. That's not biblical. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. That's, right. you know, that that's not biblical. So we right. can't go and say that. That, oh, everyone's going to be converted. No, there's so, the devil sows, sows seeds of darkness, mm -hmm. of evil, and God sows seeds of light. They mature yeah. together, which yeah. means they're always going to be tares within the wheat. So, but we go after the ones whose God has already made their heart ready. God mm -hmm. has softened their heart. That's why he's telling you to speak into them. There's always a reason people are highlighted to you. It's because their heart has been softened by the Lord. They're ready to receive, you know, God's not going to send you probably to someone whose heart is super hard, not ready to receive. I've had that actually in my own family where God has said, hold off, hold mm -hmm. off, hold off, hold off. And I did, I was obedient and I held off and I held off and it ended up being where it was. The person went through a lot of really hard stuff that mm -hmm. I wasn't able to be there for them because the Lord told me it wasn't the right time. And so they picked that up at the time that that was me not loving them. And that wasn't the truth. God told me, stay back. And so then what happened is that God opened the door and he said, now's the time. And so I said, okay, Lord. So when I was with that person, I started to minister to them and God actually completely healed um, a, a huge uh, wound that they had. He healed their physical body. They got completely healed physically in two, two places in their body. And they, the Lord did something in their life that day because I waited until God said, now's the right time. Now the heart is soft. Mm -hmm. So everything's for a reason. God is so calculated. You guys, yeah. uh, everything he does in your life is everything has a meaning. Everything has a reason. If it's a waiting time for you, if it's a pushing forward season for you, I just want to encourage you ride it with the Holy ghost. Be Amen. obedient to wherever you are um, in your walk with God. Just mm -hmm. be obedient and he will begin to walk hand in hand with you. And in the right time, he will open the doors and um, he'll he'll encourage you to do that. Mm -hmm. And I really want to pray. I know where our time is getting. I feel the anointing of God yeah, starting please. to come on upon let's, me really strong. Yeah. So I, I really want to pray for you guys right now. I feel the anointing of the Lord. I believe many people are going to be touched right now, mm. even in your physical mm. bodies. Um, just begin to lift your hands and look upon Jesus Christ right now. If you would close your eyes and focus on the Lamb of God, if you would focus on all that he paid for you already, I believe the Spirit of God is coming into your homes right now and touching many bodies. So, Father, I just release the healing anointing right now into each and every home. Lord, you see where their body is hurting. Lord, you see the sickness. Lord, you see the disease right now. And I ask that you just put a target on it from heaven right now. You put a big old bullseye right now on the part of their body that is hurting, the part of their body that is sick. 
And right now I just ask Holy Spirit that you would hit that target right now and destroy the works of the devil. Destroy that sickness. Destroy that pain right now by your anointing. Right now, all knee pain, I command it to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Chest pain, even heart-related chest pain goes right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now for inflammation in people's bodies beginning to leave right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for the healing power. Many of you are feeling heat in your bodies, intense heat in your bodies. That's the Lord touching you. Just receive it right now in Jesus' name. Someone has a sacrum, their tailbone in your sacrum has a lot of pain right now. I command that pain to go in Jesus' mighty name. Loose and go now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. I speak to hips right now, pain in the hip goes now in Jesus mighty name. Lord, I thank for it. I speak to fingers, arthritis in the hands right now. I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus. All stiffness, loose and leave now in Jesus name. Begin to test your body out if you're at home, if you couldn't uh, bend over, if you had pain when you were sitting um, in your sacrum, if your hands were very Mm -hmm. stiff, begin to move them by faith. I command your hands to open and close in the name of Jesus. I command you to raise up and walk in the name of Jesus. Eyes begin to see in Jesus' name. Floaters go in the mighty name of Mm. Jesus. Ears begin to open right now in Jesus' name, even in the realm of the spirit. Ears popping open now in Jesus' mighty name. You'll be able to hear God like you haven't heard God before. Lay your hands on your ears. Father, I thank you for anointing their ears right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for unclogging them with the worldly things that have been the blockers in their ears, God, the things of the world, um, the, the men's hearts fail them for the things that are coming upon the earth. But God, right now, you're removing it right now in Jesus' name by your anointing. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the draining. Yeah, draining. Thank you, God. Many people are going to feel the sensation of actual liquid drain. I know that's weird, but um, you'll feel like a draining in your ears. The Lord's clearing them. And I want to speak to you from this day forward, go and sin no more. From this day forward, go and don't listen to that um, uh, vile thing anymore. From this day forward, uh, set your par- set your ears apart as holy unto God. Set your mouth apart as holy unto God from this day forward. And I thank you for it right now in Jesus' mighty name. I don't know if there's someone on here walking. Um, I see someone delivering the mail. I don't know if you're an Amazon uh, driver, UPS, or actual mail worker right now. Um, I see the Lord is going to begin to, that anointing was specifically for you. Mm. And on your job, as you're going to do that, um, the Lord's going to start to speak to you. I hear that your ears are going to be um, open as you go and deliver this mail or these packages, whatever it is that the spirit of God is going to speak to you clearer in this season ever than you've heard before. Um, And it's the Lord just pouring his love out on you. It's just the Lord being so good and gracious to you. Just receive it right now Mm -hmm. in Jesus mighty name. Mm -hmm. I thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus Mm -hmm. mighty name. Someone's been thinking of starting to have some type of, I don't know if it's like animal rescue or it's like a farm type thing, but uh, or if you're going to be adopting animals, if that's been something going on in your head, like, oh, I, I want to have like goats and sheep and this. Um, the Lord wants you to do that. Um, you'll get a lot of joy out of that. Um, the mm-hmm. joy of the Lord will come upon you as you do that. Yes, um, the Lord is saying, yes, do that, because it will bring 
a lot of joy to you and um, it will uh, really touch a lot of hearts because what happens is when we show the love of God to animals, you know, I, I believe Proverbs even talks about showing love to our animals, you know, be kind to our animals. So yes, that's the Lord uh, telling you to do that. So go ahead and walk forward with that in Jesus mighty mm. name. I got somebody's groin muscle, actually. Um, you you pulled it and you have a very physical job um, and, and you need to be able to move. And so uh, you're sitting sitting down right now. And I just as an act of faith, get up right now. Stand up right now. I, be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Groin yes. muscle be set right right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I'm seeing now that you're saying that I'm seeing and this is how prophetic really works as people start to begin to tap into the realm of the spirit for you guys, even at home. If you guys, as we're praying, if you're receiving words, please write them in the chat. This is not just for me and Jeff. You also have gifts and callings upon your life. Use it to exhort the body. Use it. Um, speak forth the words you're getting. If you're receiving words and knowledge right now, please write them in the chat so other people can take hold of them and receive it in Jesus name. But I'm seeing because I see many of you on here are very anointed um, mm -hmm. with with the word of knowledge and in this gift. Many of you are flowing in this right now. There's a corporate anointing to begin to flow in word of knowledge. So just receive it and write it in the chat. I see lots of low backs being touched right now in Jesus name. So all pain in the low back, even in the center of the back, there's like mid mid section of your back be healed right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to get up and move around, twist around that back. You'll see all the pain is gone and will never come back. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for that. This is an odd one. I see someone um, actually, this isn't necessarily healing, physical healing, but um, you're a painter and I see that you've been working on an a, a art piece um, and it, specifically the sky. I see the sky that you're working on and... Um, and you're really frustrated and uh, you don't want to do it. But I just, I just hear the Lord saying that he loves, he loves that painting. So don't stop. You're about ready to stop and give up on it. And he loves, he loves that. So uh, just know that the Lord delights in your creativity. He mm -hmm. delights in you as an artist. Um, and so just be, uh, just uh, let your mind be at ease knowing that uh, the Lord delights in what you're doing. I'm seeing the lining. It's like, I don't know exactly what it's called, but I'm seeing between the stomach area and the lungs. There's like a lining there. It's like, a I don't know what it is, but there's a lining there. I've seen the Lord touching that right now in Jesus name. I don't know if it's something to do with you have like um, a lot of reflux come up because maybe that is broken or not working, but the Lord's restoring that right now in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you for that creative miracle right now in their bodies in mm -hmm. Jesus name, you will have no more um, reflux or pain even up into your throat. I command all of that um, to be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the lungs, the actual, like it looks like a tree in your lungs. So I don't know if that's the break eye or breaky or what that is of the lungs, but there's been something going on with you um, in your lungs. I don't know if there's been even like little, um, 
buildup or even if they're little tumors, I, I see like little circles. I'm sorry, I can't, I don't know what exactly what it is, but if this is for you, you'll know what this means. But I see them on the lungs and right now, um, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and the Lord's going to touch your lungs right now. So Father, I thank you for removing that those buildups or those whatever that is attacking the lungs. Father, I thank you right now that those are gone. They begin to dissolve now in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Lord, any uh, effects that that's been causing that, that person with their breath or even the fear that it's brought upon them, Lord, I thank you for completely removing that. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. There's someone, you're actually a hairdresser. Um, I see you doing uh, coloring hair. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. So it's been a, a struggle for you. Number one, work's been a struggle for you. I don't know if financially um, that it's been not that good or the business you're in is not that good, but I just want to encourage you that the Lord's with you. I want to encourage you um, even in starting a single type of salon where you can rent out a room. If that's been on your heart, um, if that's something that's been rolling around in your mind, you've been thinking about that, um, then the Lord's just confirming this for you, um, that that's something kind of, oh, I just, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm not making as much as I should. And I, I you've been feeling led to do that. The Lord is with you. I, I see favor upon that. I see doors opening upon that. Um, yes, you will have to do all the manual work, all the paper, all of that will be done, but doors will easily be open. And I see the Lord building up your business um, and really blessing you as you step out and do that in Jesus name. So mm -hmm. I just encourage you uh, to pray over that and, and seek, seek God on that. But mm -hmm. um, I believe you'll be really blessed as you mm -hmm. kind of go off on your That's own and, and start, start this business. And it's almost, it's only a one room uh, place. It's not that big, but the, the Lord's hand is upon you. Um, the favor of God is with you. I also see um, you're very pleasing to the Lord. I see that the words from your mouth are like beautiful gifts unto God. Um, you're really an encourager. You have the gift of encouragement and you don't know how many people you have built up and you have strengthened, but you'll see when you go home to heaven, you'll see that gift God's given you has multiplied mm -hmm. uh, over and over again. So uh, I, I believe the Lord is favoring you and blessing you because of your uh, and encouragement to so many and your beautiful gifts that, that you've given so many. So mm -hmm. I just bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Thank you for what you're doing in the kingdom. Thank you for um, showing God's love to so many people. Yeah. Keep, if you guys keep pulling on us, because that helps the spirit of God begin to speak to us as well. Um, keep pulling on us if, if you uh, need something from God. I feel such a prophetic flow. I know we're kind of going a little bit longer, but I just mm -hmm. want to flow in this anointing. I believe the Lord wants to refresh you guys today. Just bless you guys today. Um, and so keep, keep pulling on us. 
I see a little girl hula hooping. So I don't know if this is for your daughter or if this was you when you were younger, um, you will know. But I see this little girl hula hooping and I see there is such an anointing on her life for worship that it's dance worship. It's like she's going to be uh, a flagger and she's going to just, her life is going to be laid down to worship the Lord, that her heart is just so, so pure unto God. And I don't know, maybe even you as an adult woman are worshiping the Lord with this hula hoop, but I actually see it's like a younger uh, little girl doing this. And um, if so if your daughter loves to hula hoop, there is a, such an anointing on her life as just a laid down worshiper. Mm of of almighty god so just pray that over her and let her express herself um in those ways at church even if she wants to bring her hula hoop to church and do it during worship if there's space in your church i would let her do it because the lord loves it um he's he's really anointed her for that that creative movement worship and her heart is just so pure before god um it's just beautiful mm. I'm seeing legal paperwork. I don't know if that's someone who is going through some legal problem right now, but I'm seeing the Lord um, stamp on it. That is a stamp. It is finished. So I believe there's an end coming to that legal process mm -hmm. you've been going through. Um, the Lord's going to help accelerate that, speed it up. Don't give up. Uh, I know it's hard when we walk through legal things but do not give up continue to trust in god put all your hope and all your trust in god um it will be finished very very soon amen. we thank you for that lord in jesus name amen thank you god thank you god thank you god well, I can go for like a long time in this because I'm getting in the realm of the yeah. <laughs> so we better stop yeah well, Kelsey, you're an absolute blessing. I love, uh, you know, how the Lord is using you and just, um, you know, it's just great. I always love having you on the show. I love seeing you on Elijah's dreams. I think everybody does. It's just, Aww. you are, uh, you're so anointed and, um, yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So how can people follow you, Kelsey? So you guys can follow me on Facebook under Kelsey O'Malley um, or my marriage of the lamb ministries has a page too. Um, I do a teaching every Wednesday night. I think I have maybe three weeks left of it or two weeks left of it for women only. Mm -hmm. um, but I will post on my YouTube page, like the, the teachings, but I minister at the end and I usually cut that out just so it stays private for the women on the group, but it's a free group. And uh, we just talk about the Lord. We talk about how to hear God. Uh, how to be led by the Holy Spirit, how to move in the gifts, just kind of stuff like we talked about today, but in more in-depth teaching mm -hmm. on it. So I would love to have you come on there. If you email me um, your email at marriageofthelambministries at gmail.com. I know that's really long, but that's what it is. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I couldn't get marriage of the lamb. So marriage of the lamb ministries at gmail.com. Sign up for the women's group and I will send you a Zoom link every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And I'll love to have you. Yeah. And our pro producer Illumination just said that she's been a few times and she says it's really good. So, oh, yeah, I love how, I love seeing her on there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've heard I've heard that from a couple of people that it's just it's great. And how could it not be, Kelsey? How oh, could it I know. not be? The Lord, when the Lord's there, everything's right? great. Yeah. So um, everybody, if you're uh, ladies, if you are interested in that, email is in the description. Copy and paste it if you want, um, and then send her an email, and she'll hook you up with a Zoom link. So um, everybody, that is our show. Um, if if you've been impacted in any way, encouraged, healed, uh, God downloaded you with some re sweet revelation, we want to hear about it. So you can write Kelsey personally at her email. You can write her on her Facebook and we want to hear. And everybody else wants to hear because again, this isn't about Jeff and Kelsey uh, or any of the other guests that I have on the show. It's about us. It's about yeah. the body moving together in one accord in the name of Jesus. Uh, because we are his ambassadors on this earth. And that is a that is an honor. There's no greater honor than being used by the Lord. And so, uh, and he wants to use every single one of us. And so that's something that's encouraging. No, you are not the exception. God wants to use everybody. So um, be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today. <laughs>